Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, well, it's, it's been some time, hasn't it? Uh, our last episode was released uh, way back in November, and uh, here we are now, uh, nearly at the end of February. Uh, I can only apologise uh, for the gap, uh, but without getting into too much detail, I'll just say by way of explanation that uh, shortly after our last episode was released, uh, I had some uh, family emergencies and uh, ongoing issues that needed to be dealt with, uh, which uh, caused me a fair amount of stress, uh, ultimately leading to the podcast taking a little bit of a backseat uh, for a month or so while I kind of got myself back into a creative frame of mind. Uh, it took me a little bit longer than I would have liked uh, to be able to get things up and running again, uh, but uh, mental health can be an unpredictable thing, as I'm uh, sure many of you know. Uh, anyway, we're back, we're now back, uh, raring to go, and uh, excited to finally be bringing you the conclusion today of our listener D&D one-shot, and uh, we're excited for the fun stuff that we've got coming up for you in future episodes with uh, the continuation of our pilot season uh, series of one-shots. Uh, but yeah, for now, I think we've all been waiting long enough, uh, so let's get into today's episode. Enjoy. So, having made your way all the way around this wing of the manor, the three of you find yourselves facing one final set of thick-looking double doors. Scrunch goes to open the door. Okay. Uh, it seems to be locked. When you pull on it, it's, it doesn't, doesn't go anywhere. Alright, I'll try and pick the lock. Again, to impress hand-wise. Go for it. Slight of hand. That's an eight. An eight. <laughs> this is a trickier lock. You're not... You're having a lot of trouble here. <gasps> can feel Hamwise's eyes on him. Like, don't look at me, sir. Don't look at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> After giving, Scrunch <laughs> to try. <laughs> um, Velvet would like to have a go. Sure. Uh, can I get a slight fan check from you, please? A ten. Ten. Slightly better. This lock-in budget. This is a much sturdier lock than the library. Um, it's clear the Baron doesn't want anyone getting into his chamber who doesn't want in there. Mr. Amwise, you have to show us how it's done. Amwise is going to have. Amwise is going to have a crack. Okay. Come on. Baby. That's a four. No, it's a six. <laughs> With your plus three. Yeah. Okay. My plus three. Well. Yeah, you also failed to get through the door. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what, sir? I don't even think it's a door. I think it's just a pretend door. <laughs> Scrunch kicks the door. Okay, how hard do you kick the door? Uh, I will roll to see how hard I kick the door. Can you kick it stealthily? <laughs> Four. <laughs> Was that, what, what did you roll for that? <laughs> a d20? Uh, yeah. Okay, you missed uh, the door. <laughs> 
I was gonna say make an attack roll, and then you were like, I rolled a four, and I was like, okay, well, it would have been the same dice roll, so. Yeah. <laughs> you take an angry swing at the door and miss. <laughs> Just sit on the floor, munch one of my canopies, sadly. <laughs> We were at a bit of an impasse here. It looks like this door ain't budging. <laughs> Don't lock this door anymore, Mr. Amway, sir. Can I look through the keyhole and see if I can see, like, light from, like, a window or something? Sure, make a perception check for me. That's a nine. Nine. Uh, there's a little bit of light, but the keyhole's kind of, you know, it, it's narrow, you can't see a lot. It, it, you know, it doesn't look like there's any candles lit or anything in here. Um, but there's maybe a bit of light coming through a window or something. We did kind of case the joint earlier, so I should have a fairly decent idea where it's at. If I knew where the library was, yeah, outside, I should be able to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is um, the, this room is like in the mirror position to where the library was, like. You, for the library, you went all the way around on, on like the left-hand side of the building, and this you're, you've gone all the way around on the right-hand side of the building. They're kind of in opposite places in the, in the general structure. Right. So, um, did I happen to notice any balconies, windows, anything like that in this area? Uh, I mean, you don't remember any balconies um, from when you were coming in on the room that you, you're trying to break into. Um, but from your previous exploration, the daughter's bedroom actually did have a kind of small exterior balcony um, that looked down towards the river. All right. From that balcony. Hmm. That balcony in relation to where the window to this room is. What's that look like? Okay. Is it just a straight wall down, or so? If you step out onto the window of the uh, the balcony of the the daughter's room, um, it's kind of a chilly night as well, so you get an immediate sort of oof, blast of cold air. <laughs> um, but looking to your right, you can see the building kind of bulges out a little bit, which you know you were expecting it being the mirror image. Uh, there aren't really any windows immediately, you know, within like grasping range it's almost like on this corner of the building on this corner of the room uh any windows have been bricked up but you know there's a window on the um on the room itself so it must be around on the other side but sort of thinking in your you know of the, the layout of the library and and such there should have been you know if it was a true mirror image this should have been windows on one side of the library so it should be windows on one side of whatever room is here but this has been modified Interesting. There's something in there that he doesn't want anyone to find. And that just makes me want to find it even more. <laughs> Are you sure it's actually a door? I'm telling you. It could just be a fake door. Fake room. Fake baron. Well, no, because from the outside it was there. And if you go out on this balcony, there how it extends far enough for there to be a room here. There's a room here. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Scrunch is going to try again to try and prove. <laughs> I do like the thinking, though, of like, we can't open the door, therefore the room must not exist. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
I don't think she's thought this through. There's not actually a room there. I'm gonna try to open this door again. <laughs> Prove her wrong. Okay. Sleight of hand. Right. Sure. Can I can I like stand over her shoulder, like giving tips or what I think are tips, like the help? Yeah. You know what? If you if you're assisting, I'll give you advantage on this check. <laughs> I didn't need advantage. That was a that twenty. Okay. Yeah, this time you got your eye in this time, and you, you, so you significantly prove the existence of this room as you open the door. Into it. <laughs> I didn't expect this to happen. But it take, it still takes a little bit of work with uh, with the guidance of uh, Hamwise. Uh, you're the able world's to... greatest thief. As the door opens, Velvet's going to slip past you into the room and just go. Told you. <laughs> right uh what can we say okay uh you find yourselves in the bedchamber of the baron looking around it's actually kind of sparsely furnished in here really which you wouldn't really expect um the main feature is a very large uh four-poster bed looks to be made from some kind of dark oak uh, and there's a, a suit of armour on either side of it, um, kind of up against the wall. Other than that, there's not a lot of furnishings. There's not a lot of decoration. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's still... What there is, is is fairly looks to be fairly well made. There's a kind of wardrobe off to one side. Um, and there's, you know, some, some small kind of portraits on the walls. But pretty much it, it's kind of, um, kind of sparse in here. But one feature does catch your eye. And that is... A rather sturdy-looking iron door on uh, one wall, um, which you sort of weren't expecting, um, but it looks like this is sort of this has been added later on than the rest of the furnishings. Um, so whatever has been built in there is is a new addition. A vault could be, could be, possibly. For the record, closing the door behind us. Okay. Good to know. And. I would like to take a moment and have a look at the uh, vault door. Sure. Before I try picking the lock, I just want to look and see if there's anything in particular, like traps, anything special about the door. Sure. Uh, can I get an investigation check from you then, please? Okie dokie. That's a dirty 20. Oh, nice. Um, okay, so you take a couple of minutes just kind of poking around, investigating uh, the sort of general design of this of this lock. Um, what you find is that there is actually two sets of locks on this door. Um, there's a, a main sort of very visible kind of prominent lock, which looks, you know, any, any layman would kind of look at and go, right, okay, here's the lock, which itself on, you know, on a bit of poking around does appear to be a quite complex lock. However, as you kind of do a little bit of investigation, you find that this lock doesn't actually connect to the um, the locking bars at all. It appears to be a false lock of some sort. Ooh, tricky. And you find a second, um, slightly, well, not hidden, but, you know, a less prominent looking uh, lock uh, in another part of the door. Um which actually seems to be the one that's, you know, <laughs> keeping the door closed. So that is more than likely a trap. Hmm. Let's have a look around and see if we can find a key for this door before we try and force it. Yeah. 
Grunge wants to have a look at the armor because he's not convinced that there aren't people in there. <laughs> All right, uh, make a. Uh, ooh. Well, are you kind of what, what you say? Look at are you? You just looking at it, or you, what are you doing? You checking like, inside it? Going up, right, just trying it on. <laughs> no, he's like going up, like staring into the face as much as he can, stare into the faces of it, like looking in, like any gaps in the armor okay uh, well make a perception check for me <laughs> that is a uh, 6 plus 8 is 14 okay yeah th there's nobody in the armor hey uh, I while they're doing that I will look around for jewelry sure he's a baron so I assume he's got like rings and okay make a perception check that is a 19 plus 1 a 20 there is absolutely nothing out on any of the dresses or anything here that could be of any worth whatsoever. Looking for that key. Okay. Can I get an investigation check? Ten. Ten. Alright. You don't really... You, you wouldn't know where to start really for this here. You do remember though, the Baron having a necklace on which, now that you think back, might have had a key on the end of it. Hmm. You said the um, ballroom had like a balcony around the top, like it was a two light, two story. Uh, the um, the, the the entrance hall did. Okay, and the, I may have been thinking of the yeah. entrance hall. Okay. Well, <laughs> I need that necklace. Uh, I think we should just go mingle then. Oh, I love it! Yeah. We can go do some dancing. Can see if I can hook up with the king of the gutterfish see if he can find me a nice hovel to live in <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm just trying I'm thinking through <laughs> what your plan would be to get this key um, um, I actually have a plan okay oh well okay um, seduction <laughs> no no <laughs> So, I can cast Mage Hand to retrieve objects. Ooh. I can make it invisible. I can disguise it with a sleight of hand check. And um, I can use bonus action to control it. So, I'm wondering if I can use Mage Hand to unclasp it. Hmm. I don't know if you can then make the thing... How, okay, how can you make the thing invisible... Is that what you were saying? Oh, hang on. No, oh, no, hand. I just see that. Sorry, I've just looked at your sheet. When you cast yeah. Mage Hand, you can make the spectral hand invisible. Right. So you can make the hand invisible. I don't know if you can make the thing it's holding invisible. I'm not worried about making the thing that it's holding invisible. Okay. Just the hand. All right. Yeah, no, that's not Basically, I want to um, unclasp the necklace. Sure. Okay. Is it inside of his shirt or outside? Um, you remember seeing the necklace? It looked like the necklace is outside his shirt, but he has a sort of, um, not like a robe, but kind of like a an outer garment on as well. Mm -hmm. Um, that it is kind of inside of that. So you can see, you saw the top of the chain and maybe like the top of the key and then a bulge. Most of the key is inside his outer garment, but the... Okay. The necklace itself is on the outside of his collar. So we need to spill something on him and make him take his top off. <laughs> <laughs> but t-shirt 
test. Oh wow! <laughs> you could try and just pick the lock. I will say as well. You haven't tried that, but well, considering how the last one went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's try picking the lock first. Okay. <laughs> we may have better luck just getting the key from. <laughs> what did you get? Nine. Nine. Right. Okay. Scrunch will have a go now. Well, hold on, Scrunch. <laughs> oh no. You go to pick the lock and you hear a creaking sound behind you. And turning to look, you see the two sets of armor step off of their plinths and raise their arms to step towards you. <laughs> there is someone in there! <laughs> Can you. I get <laughs> initiative rolls from each of you. So, AJ, before we go any further. Yeah. I have a max HP of 21 right now. Is that. Yeah, no, everybody's level three. Don't worry about it. I got a five. Ten. I got a one. (laughs) Some great rolling. (laughs) Getting my ones out of the way. That's one way to think of it. Um, Okay, so actually, though, Velvet, you go first. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, so so great rolling all around. I rolled it. I rolled an eight. (laughs) Are either of the two of them closer to me? Uh, yes, there's definitely one closer to you that's sort of on this side of the bed. The other one is uh, the other side of the bed. Okay, so the one that's closer to me, um, I would like to try and throw a dagger. Sure, okay. Main can attack roll. So that is an 11. That is a miss, I'm afraid. You still have your mo- movement and your bonus, though. Oh. Okay, two. Oh, you Do rolled add- an 11, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it would be a 15. 15, yeah. Uh, so, it, okay, yeah. so I would say you throw it, it kind of just clanks off the armor and doesn't penetrate at all. Okay. That's kind of what I was expecting. Yeah. So you, you've got... Uh, is There's two daggers you've got? Yeah. Yeah, one of them's on the floor now. Yep. Yeah. I haven't really laid out the space here, so it's, it's kind of... Uh, it's, not, it's not the biggest of rooms, but it's not tiny either. The whole room is probably about 40 feet long and 20 feet wide you you guys are kind of clustered at one end uh, up against the vault door um the closest one is ooh, probably 15 feet away from you now then there's a bed then there's the other one and then at the other side there's a, a window looking down on the um sort of entrance way that you came into the building from okay um so i would like to try and move closer to the door sure yeah you can uh, what the um the vault door or the uh the exit exit okay yeah you can do that without getting into melee in fact you can you can get to the door without yeah, i would like to not provoke an attack of opportunity yeah. while moving totally total doable i don't want to go all the way to the door i just want to make sure that they are not between me and the door sure okay yeah okay well so you get you go about halfway sort of putting them mm-hmm. so you're kind of facing the bed then at this point and there's right. one on either side of the bed all right, so it is their turn next. Um, in my head, I've kind of got it <laughs> the way out of the way. I've got it uh, sort of laid out at this point uh, with Velvet's move. Hamwise, you're now the closest to the one that uh, the dagger was thrown at, and so it, it turns towards you. It's a little bit kind of jerky movements as it's sort of oh no <laughs> heading towards you, and it, it raises a hand as it walks up to you and slams it towards you. I have an armor class of twelve. Don't hit me. <laughs> With glasses, would you? That's uh, an 18. Does that um, beat a 12? No. 
Yes. <laughs> so it raises its fist and you're just kind of looking up at it like, ah, oh, shit. And it just kind of slams you on the top of the head for three damage. Oh, Mr. Hamwoysen, are you okay? It's the flesh wound. <laughs> smacked on the head. Um, <laughs> uh, the other one starts taking a few steps forward and doesn't really make it to anybody. So it's just kind of, it's moving there. But it is approaching... If Velvet doesn't move on her next turn, it will be in combat with her. Scrunge, it is your go. What would you like to do? <laughs> Seeing that my mentor has just been viciously attacked, I'm going to run at the one that just clunked him on the head and try to stab at it with my dagger. Sure, go for it. That is a 14 to hit, so that's not hit. Uh, again, your dagger just kind of clanks off of it, and uh, you know, you... you you scrape it, but like all you've done really is just, you know, <laughs> scratched, just scratched it. it. You've not done any damage, I'm afraid. Not with that. And then, as my bonus action, I am going to hide behind Hamwise. <laughs> Are you disengaging? <laughs> like you can do that if you've got. Your... <laughs> oh, wait, hang on. Is that on your sheet? Actually, that. Uh... Yeah. It's uh, under there. Oh, actually, okay. Well, here's the under thing. Oh no, I don't know because you didn't do any damage. I was gonna say you would have yeah. had. It's in combat with. Oh, you would have had advantage on that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I would have... Okay. Um... <laughs> That's even worse. Uh, that was a ten. Ten. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, even with advantage, you do miss on that. Um, yep. But nice try. Um, okay. Uh, well, that's your move. You're, you're still in combat, then, I guess. Unless yeah. So that. Yeah. I'm gonna try and hide behind Hamwise. Okay. <laughs> you need to protect me, sir. You're so much stronger and braver than I am. <laughs> Hamwise, it is your go. What would you like to do? Right. I want to use a bonus action to use my insightful fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need you to make a charisma check charisma against check. my wisdom. Okay. Well, uh, I'll tell you now, I rolled a zero. <laughs> and I rolled a 12. <laughs> and then these, things do not have, that, these things have a minus five on charisma, and I rolled a five. So, Jesus. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Uh, so I gain sneak attack against the target, and it lasts for a minute. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Is that every attack you make? Uh, as long as it's on the same target. Okay. Well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your bonus so, action. Yeah, and then I want a big old swing. Okay, go for it. <laughs> so that's with advantage. I guess technically Scrunch is still in combat, so I mean, that's flanking, is it? Yeah, okay. So yeah, make your swing. Go for it. 10 plus 3. 13. Doesn't quite or do a it. 12 plus 3, which is a 15. 15. Also, oh, that doesn't... That just about doesn't do it. Um, Dang it. Yeah, these things, they are armour. That's what they are. So, <laughs> so, yeah. And then... Yeah, there's not much else. There's not there. much else, but hey. At least it didn't do a lot of damage to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I prepare an action while I'm hidden behind Hamwise? Are you, uh, uh, yeah, screw it, whatever. I was about to say, like, oh, I think you're meant to do that on your turn, but, you know, fuck it, whatever. Right. <laughs> so, what I want to do is, like, so it says in my inventory, I've got rope. 
Yeah. So what I want to do is like make a lasso out of my rope with the intention of my turn trying to swipe the legs of the armor. I don't know if that's preparing an action. That sounds like that's a whole action that would take you going for the going for the <laughs> going for the attack sweep. Yeah, I feel like getting the rope ready and everything is the action. You know, you've got. Okay, well, I'll say that that is what I am doing with my next action then. Okay, that's with your next turn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, when we get back around to that, we'll we'll put that into effect. <laughs> so we're back around to your turn, Valor. All right. So um, I think I think I'm going to try an unarmed strike okay I basically want to knock it down sure if possible so you know that cat launch thing that they do (laughs) (laughs) you're just launching yourself at the guy at the the armor just be like yeah Yeah. you've got cat's claws on here as a a weapon we are trying to rob the place so we need to try and be quiet (laughs) (laughs) I would also like to get out of here alive uh, well, you could just shove as a as a standard action. That would work. We roll it up in a blanket and throw it out the window. <laughs> I was just thinking I should have, you know, stole more carpet and we could have rolled them up. Oh dear God! <laughs> <laughs> if you win, you either knock it prone or push it five feet away from you. So I guess make an athletics check. Can I push it onto the bed? Yeah, you can try. Okay. Well, that's what I'm going to be aiming for. Okay. Go for it. And uh, this is contested, so... Um, 16. 16, okay. So I got beat at 16. I rolled an 8, so... Yeah, you, you push this armor set over onto the bed. It is still kind of <laughs> adhering to itself. You haven't, like, batted it apart Not to pieces, apart. but it is prone and on the bed. Great. But that, unfortunately, is your standard action doesn't do any damage. Instead of it, it cut, it's instead of an attack, basically, it's a shove. Right. Now that that the armor is in bed, is it a good night? Oh. I'm gonna win the call. <laughs> AJ just leaves the channel. We're done. <laughs> Let me just be right back. Taking the podcast down <laughs> off of iTunes and everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would like to just say. Roll it up in the blanket. That's a good shout. Yeah. I feel like you can't do that. You haven't got enough actions left on your turn, but that's a good call yeah. for somebody else to do. Right. Um, I don't have the actions, but they do. Yeah. Okay. It is. <laughs> it is currently the uh, the armor's go. So the one uh, the one attacking Hamwise is going to take another swing at him with his other hand. Woo! Uh, that's another seventeen against your armor class. <laughs> Of 12. 12. Yep. <laughs> Doing a grand total of two points of damage. They, these might be quite imposing armor things, but they are just hitting you with their hands. <laughs> and I'm rolling really shittily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so the one on the bed, I think I, I need to make it a. a because this is not normal. It's, it's armor, right? It's not meant to bend at the knees and stuff. No. I feel like I, I should make some sort of check to see if it stands up. See if it's able to stand up. Because it does get yeah. a move. Is it like dex to try and get up from front? 
Well, normally it's not a check to get up from prone, but I'm just thinking that narratively because these things, it's like a suit of armor. You're yeah, not I would it. assume it would be. Yeah. Dex. I'm going to make a dex check. Um, I rolled a two. It is unable to stand <laughs> up from the bed on this turn. It's kind of rolling from a side to side. Yeah. I'm like, oh god, what do I do now? Yeah, you think it's turtled. It's it's on its back. It's like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck. I have fallen and I cannot get up. Help! Help! And then I can't get up. Life alert. Um, scrunch, it's your go. Alright, so Scrunch, with his rope, is going to go over to the bed and try and wrap this one up and tie it up in the blankets. Okay. Uh, I feel like I should make you have a, do a check in the, with this. So I yeah. guess this is just because you're kind of trying to contain it. Let's just do... Yeah. I think... Um, I think this would be an athletics what check. What would it be? A grapple. Oh yeah, yeah, it's kind of a grapple, isn't it? Which I think is just, again, athletics. So athletics. Yeah. Right, Contested actually. as well, but I'll roll with disadvantage because it's on its back right. and it's stuck. You know... <laughs> Okay, well, you lucky I got disadvantage because right. I rolled a 7 on one and a 19 on the other one, so. <laughs> I got an 8. <laughs> Ooh, so, yeah, really lucky that I got a 7. <laughs> yeah, really lucky that it was disadvantage. Yeah, so, yeah, you No, Mr. Knight, it's big time for you! you That's the wrong voice! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Knight, it's big time for you! No more struggling! You roll them up with the blankets. <laughs> so you tying the blankets off. Is that what yeah. you're doing? Sure. Okay. Tying I don't know how quite how you're getting the rope round, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah you like, yeah, we'll call that a grapple. So one of the armors is now wrapped up in our wrapped up in a duvet and some sheets and things, and it's stuck in there. And like, yeah, you you're home aloneing the hell out of this. All right. And can I take a bonus action still? Uh, well, what did you want to do? Just to hide under the bed. Uh, sure, yeah, why not? Make a stealth yeah. check. <laughs> that is a... Da, 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 da. 25. Okay, yeah, you're pretty well hidden. Oh yeah, the monster under your bed. I think if anyone stuck their head into the room and looked around, like the first thing they would see would be the one armor <laughs> hitting Hamwise on the head, Velvet standing there like just having pushed this one over the other one there wrapped up in the duvet like they're not <laughs> gonna notice you under the bed at this point nope no Hamwise what would you like to do um is Velvet or Scrunge within five feet of me uh no they're probably about ten feet away okay uh, it's within five feet of the thing we're fighting that we have to beat for a sneak attack yeah, so that you the, you don't get advantage on this because they're not in combat with it. All right, I'll just swing it, I guess. Yeah, go for it. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's a nine plus three. That's not going to do it, I'm afraid. So you, you're seeing stars a little bit from the repeated hits to the head. From this, like he's not doing a lot of damage to you, but like he's he's distracting you <laughs> to the point where you can't hit it with your sword very well. Not really much else I can do. Uh, I mean, you can disengage. You've got cunning action. Yeah, I'll disengage from it then. Yeah. I'll disengage and then move. Sure. How far away are you moving? I'll move to the other side of the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... My little diagram looks like one of those, like... What's your owner, you know, like the hockey 
manager diagram sort of things. <laughs> it looks like that, except it's a drawing of a bedroom Little instead of a hockey. X's and lines and circles. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, so I, I'll move to the doorway. Yeah, okay. You, you can get to the yeah. You, you can get to the doorway with the movement. Uh, um, putting velvet back is the closest one to that one. Um, <laughs> there's one on the on the bed which is sort of thrashing around a little bit, but it's wrapped up in the duvet. And Scrunge uh, is hiding under the bed. I don't know if you know where Scrunge is, Samwise, but um, no. He was out, and then he's not. <laughs> I assume Hamwise is no longer within five feet. Of the one that was attacking you? Uh, no, Hamwise is, is sort of basically run past you to the door. Okay. Yeah. Well. And, yeah, um, same thing with this one. Just going to try and knock it down. Sure, okay. Going to try and, you know, not hit walls or anything that's going to cause a loud noise. Okay. Uh, I guess make Is him... the room carpeted? Uh, there's a rug... Um, there is, it, it looks to be mostly hardwood floor, but there is like a large rug under the bed, sort of like right. center of the room. Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't pull the rug out. Cause I'm under here. You'll uncover me. No, I just kind of want to try and get it onto the rug to absorb yeah. some of the noise. Yeah. You could slip around it and then push it from that side. Yeah. I, you've got enough yeah. movement to do that. I think. Yeah. Um, with feline agility, uh, when you move on your turn in combat, you can double your speed until the end of the turn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you can totally... You can get to where you need to be for this shove. Right. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to go around and try and shove him onto the carpet. Yeah. Okay. Or so even onto the bed, if I can. Uh, it's not quite close enough on the bed to the bed, I think, for you to do that. This was okay. the one that walked away from the bed to get to... Okay. Hamwise, basically, you can push it towards the bed, and it'll land on. If you, if you, if the check's successful, it will land on the carpet. Yeah, but, that's um, perfect. Yeah. So yeah, this is a, a athletics check. If you could contest it as well, so. Fifteen. I rolled a sixteen. I'm afraid. Oh. So okay. You go for a shove, and this one is planted a little bit better. You kind of maybe you caught the other one a little bit off balance as it was halfway through a step. This one is sort of still planted from. Standing in place, punching away a scrunch, uh, a hamway, sorry, and um, yeah, it, it moves, but like it's it stays upright. All right, then, yeah. Um, with my cunning action, I will disengage and kind of ricochet off and. Sure, yeah, you back up a bit. Yeah. Yeah, back up to where um, hamwise is. Sure, you can't quite. I think. Uh, hold on. When you move in your turn in combat, you can double your speed until the end of the turn. Once you use, you can't use the trait again until you, until you move zero feet in one of your turns. Yeah, you can basically you can boomerang over to one side of it, um, push it, fail, and then boomerang yourself back towards your hamwise to the door. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is that's a lot of movement. Well, I am an angry cat. I am bouncing <laughs> off of things. Yeah. That angry is passionate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start by making a strength check to see if the one that you've wrapped up stays wrapped up. <laughs> I will again. I'll do it at disadvantage again because it's um. I say it's on its back. It's a bit tricky. Uh, I got an 18 and I got a six. So again, disadvantage is your friend here. Um, <laughs> the other one is gonna turn, and I think Velvet, you're still closest. 
So it's going to stomp towards you and take a swing at you with its fist. This is the one you just tried to shove. There's a 16 to hit. It does. Doing three points of damage. So it just kind of swipes at you with its gauntlet and just catches you on the side. Yeah. Keep it moving, scrunches. <laughs> it is your go. <laughs> All right. So I want to investigate what's under the bed to see if there's anything that can help me trip up <laughs> or in any way hinder the other suit of armor. Uh, it doesn't look like there's much under here. There is. Uh, there is a. There is a. <laughs> is there um... another woodcut? <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, what looks to be like a traveling case of some sort, but uh, even as you just move it, you can tell it's just it's like empty. Like somebody's just chucked a suitcase under the bed. Hmm. There's a lot of dust down here as well. Kind of like yeet that case at the other one's feet to try and trip it. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> make it, I mean, you're, you're trying to get some momentum behind this, so I guess make a strength check. Strength. Okie dokie. <laughs> That's a five. Okay. Yeah, it just slides <laughs> out from under and to a stop about a foot short of the legs of the... Uh, the armor and that carpet yeah the carpet is not very slidey nope and you didn't exactly give it a lot of uh (laughs) can i send rodney out to climb inside its armor ah sure (laughs) (laughs) what would i have to roll to send animal handling (laughs) right uh that's the two Rodney's too having too much fun with them canapes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you take yeah. Rodney out and um, you go, go on, Rodney, go on, and he just he squeaks and just looks at you and then crawls back towards your pocket. <laughs> He's in a food coma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I stay hidden. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, handwise. <laughs> okay. Uh... You guys have done no damage to these guys so far. <laughs> right. Because Velvet's next to me, do I get advantage? She is in combat with it. So if you run in and hit it, you would have advantage, yes. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Right, we've got a 19. That's a hit. And then, because I've still got my insightful fight in, that is a sneak attack. You get sneak attack anyway, because you had advantage. That's a three. Three. And now, sneak attack. So I've got a five and a one, so six. Okay, so you do a grand total of nine damage to this thing. Yeah. Not too shabby. And then... Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. It's still standing, but you've put a sizable dent into the side of it. And it seems a little bit swerving a little bit on that side. How much noise did I make? I mean, it's a pretty big clang. Dang it. I mean, you're hitting metal on metal. And one of the things is hollow, so I mean... You can't really do it stealthily. Deal with the consequences afterwards, let's go. And then, Basically yeah. a clear gong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Velvet is your go. Alright. You've got the one right in front of you still is just it, you know, in combat and Hamwise has just swung himself in and ha ha and hit it with his well right. I, I don't know if he said ha ha so, seems like something he'd say. <laughs> sounds about right. Um so that would place him within five feet. It would, yep. yeah. Which means I also get a sneak attack. <laughs> it's like double rogues. We don't get it very often. <laughs> I am going to use cat's claws mm-hmm. and slash at it. Okay, make an attack uh, with advantage, I guess. Well, that's a six. So the second one was a 19. Okay, that's a Plus hit. Plus used a 21. 21, that's a hit. And then it's 1d6 slashing. It's 
so that's a three and six, so nine. Nine total. Well, again, not too bad. Matching hand-wise there for damage. <laughs> yeah, th- I mean, these things are a little bit unwieldy as it is, and you guys are kind of battering it for two sides, and it do- it's sort of turning back and forth. It doesn't really know where to go, and it, it settles on... I'm going to let the dice decide this. Um, it settles on scrunch. And not even scrunch, hand-wise. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> it turns immediately around and walks and starts stabbing her. It's, um, it settles on handwise for its uh, its swing. Uh, ooh, that's, uh, that's an actual 20. Ooh. Oh no! Um, so you take 8 points of damage. Oof. That's a big hit. What are you at at the moment? Oh, I'm down to a big old 8. Oof. Mr. Handwise! So, uh, the other one as well, I'm gonna <laughs> still sing a bit. It's like, okay, that's a two and a seven, so that's, yeah. The other one is still rolling around on the bed above you, Scrunch. Uh, what are you, Scrunch, what are you doing? Other than giving yourself away by shouting Mr. Hamwise. Yeah, I'm going to scramble out and lunge at it again with my dagger. Go for it. Do I have advantage? Since... You do, because they're yeah, yeah. you're all surrounding this one, one set of armor at this point. Oh, my God. I got a one Oof. and a six. Okay, well they both miss, but at least you know, we're not counting the natural one. Yeah, and since he has failed once again, he goes in shame back to the bed. <laughs> Fair enough. Can I get another um, get another stealth check if you're hiding again? Yeah, that is a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. You're doing a lot of scurrying around. <laughs> Yeah, hamwise. <laughs> Just going in for a swing. Yeah. All right, so the first one is a nine plus three. It's a miss, I'm afraid. Sorry. And then we've got an eleven plus three. That's still a miss, I'm afraid. And that was it. Okay, we're back round to velvet. Yeah. So same thing. Going for it. Just go yep. claws again. Yep. Yeah. Okay. An eleven. That is a miss, I'm afraid. Is eleven total, or is that? It was eleven total. Okay. And then I hate that die. <laughs> I hate this one more because that's a one. Okay, <laughs> but it's just a failure, I'm afraid. So yeah, it's rotating at the waist in a kind of weird robot fashion, kind of jerky sort of thing, and it, <laughs> it takes a swing at you, uh, Velvet. Uh, that is a seven, so I think that's a miss on you, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. The other one, I got a natural one and a three on the one trying to break out of the, the duvet. So that was a really good strategy. That one. Yeah. Scrunch, what's the, what's the thinking? Right. He's just going to go back at it again, try and scurry out, stab. Go for it. See if it... Oh, oh. Nat 20! Yeah. <laughs> right, so that is 1d4. 1d4 piercing. You've got you sneak attack on that. So. Yeah. Roll, so roll your 1d4 and roll your 2d6 and then we'll add them all together and double it. Alright, so that is 3 from the d4 and 8 from the 2d6. That so 12, is so 24 total. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the sneak attack right there. As you, <laughs> you slice and the armour just sort of shudders for a second and then falls to pieces on the floor with a, a mighty clatter. What's it, Mr. Hanboy, sir? What's that, Jim? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the first thing I want to do is run up to the door and put my ear against it and see if I can hear people coming down the hallway. Okay. Uh-huh. 
Make a perception check for me. The other one is still on the bed, by the way, just rolling around. But... <laughs> that, that's a five. The five. You can't hear anything over the sounds of the armor, just kind of. Armor noises. On the bed. Uh, and then with my attack, I guess I'll just throw a dagger at it. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I had to make sure the coast was clear. <laughs> I'll give you advantage on this because it's lying on its back on the bed. So right, what are we uh, going to do? Just go up and stab this Give it a beat down on the bed. <laughs> yes. Right, so I've got a 12 plus 3 with a 15. Uh, with advantage, I've got a exactly the same. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you, you miss. And like, scrunch under the... I, no, you didn't go back in under the bed, did you? No. no I was going to say under the bed, you did this dagger suddenly stab through right next to your head. But... Um, no, you just you miss and your your dagger is like it's stuck in the mattress. <laughs> Isn't the stealthiest of heists so far? What are you talking about? It's hard. Very stealthy. It's hard to be stealthy when you're fighting suits of armor. Yeah. Well, uh, is is your go? I mean, we we can expedite this if you want. I'll, well, I'll roll a representative check and see if it ever gets out of the the thing, <laughs> and we can. Otherwise, just in the name of this combat already being twice as long as I thought it was going to be. Um, uh, okay, I got a, I got a ten and a, a thirteen, so I don't think that's going to break out of your thing. Just just, just in you know, crowd around it. And... Yeah, we could just say over the next twenty seconds, the three of you get down and just beat the hell out of this thing as it's wrapped in this. Yeah, you show it how show them how to do it downtown, and. Um, yeah. Yeah, but you have made a fair amount of noise while doing it, so. Perception check, now that the armor is done rolling around and clanking. Yeah. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. You do hear sounds of movement in the corridor, but not like, somebody's in my vault or something like that. It's just, somebody's in the corridor. Right. So. Everybody find a spot to hide. I go back under the bed. (laughs) Can I I put on the suit of armor and just stand there? Uh, (laughs) That might take some time. It's quite a complicated set of armor. I don't think you can put it on. Can we put the other armor on top of the other one in the bed? Like, they were being rude. Uh, I mean... (laughs) Sure, that's funny. Yeah. Um, if you're quick about it, yeah, let, let's have a quick yeah. dex check just to see how quick you are at putting together. Can I assist? Yeah, sure. So, a, a advantage on so that, that with the assist. Right. Right. Advantage is a 16. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're not quite sure how accurate this uh, this <laughs> armor on I armor. I take out like... my wood cut thing and I'm like, I'll look at it. Then I look at that armor and I'm like, Prince. <laughs> you do your best, but this armor on, you're not entirely sure, um, looking at it, that you've been that accurate with this kind of armor on armor, like sex diorama. Um, but. <laughs> the blanket over it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of places to hide, I mean, it's mostly going to be that there is like a little wardrobe. Um, similar sort of it's walking. It's very nice under the bed. <laughs> yeah, it's under the bed. That there's, you could all, if you wanted to find somewhere to hide, you could all do that. But I wouldn't. Yeah, I was going to say. Didn't you me. say there, the bed was a canopy? Yes. 
<laughs> um, and Velvet's going on top of the canopy. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, I like that. Right. Um. Uh, yeah, I'll go in the wardrobe. Sure. <laughs> right. Stealth check. Yeah. That is twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, yeah, twenty-one for me too. Twenty-one for you too. Oh, that's a six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Hmm. <laughs> How does a halfling manage to not hide in a wardrobe? <laughs> Yeah, so you open the, you pull open the door and uh, you you step in with the intent to be like, I'll just stand in here. As soon as you step in, your feet go into um, a large pair of boots that are in there, and you can't help but kind of accidentally kind of steady yourself and clomp around a little bit in there as you do. These new boots. <laughs> <laughs> these boots are made for stomping. That is what they'll do. Hamwise got a new pair of shoes. Um, <laughs> and- are they magical shoes? <laughs> no, they're just like heavy walking boots. <laughs> and um, you hear the door open just as you're still clomping and you're like, fuck. There's a silence for a couple of seconds and you hear the door close and a couple of footsteps coming further and further into the room. <laughs> okay. Can I take a peek? You can. <laughs> Can I get a perception check from you? Uh, 22. 22, okay. You see, walking into the room here, they seem to have closed the door behind them, is the younger wife of the elderly lord that you saw in the corner earlier. One with quite a lot of diamonds and things on her already. Okay. She's looking around, she's looking at the... Um... <laughs> display on the uh, <laughs> on the bed takes a good long hard look at the wardrobe before kind of furtively glancing around stepping to the vault door and taking out an earring and attempts to try and pick the door lock oh what would you like to do uh i want to see if she's successful <laughs> She doesn't appear to be immediately. She's working on it for a good 30 seconds to a minute before you hear suddenly a, from, from the direction of the door a quick sort of noise and she get, you hear her go, ah, fucking hell! <laughs> and it's then you realise she was working on the fake lock. And she's standing there holding up her hand which seems to have a neat little hole punctured in the middle of it and is bleeding quite nastily on her, sort of coming down her hand. And she's holding it up as if to be like, not on the dress, not on the dress. And she's looking around. She looks around for something to wrap around her hand and steps to the wardrobe. Okay, right, as a reaction, can I pull my trousers down? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can, do, you can always do that. Like... <laughs> She pulls open the wardrobe. When she opens the wardrobe, I want to act drunk to like I've just been to the toilet in the wardrobe. <laughs> so she, okay. <laughs> she pulls open the wardrobe and just stares at you for a second. Uh, uh, hello? <gasps> could, could you pass me, pass me that scarf? Uh, this, this, this one over here. <gasps> Yes, please. And then I'll like slowly like 
unreel it, and then just like pass it out to her. Yeah, she says, "Thank you." And closes the door on you. <laughs> <laughs> Wraps her hand and then flees from the room. No, she does not. Oh, because while she is wrapping her hand, Velvet is wiggling her butt, ready to pounce. Okay. <laughs> she is. No, no. You know what? Let her go. All oh, right. Okay. So she flees from the room, and again, door closed behind her. Right. Back to picking that lock. The right. <laughs> Back to where we were forty-five minutes ago. Right. <laughs> Scrunch goes over and opens the wardrobe door. <laughs> you didn't really take a shit in there, did you? Of course I didn't. I think that's what we all want to know, is how, how into the, the bit did you get? <laughs> Blush a little bit. Blush a little bit. Deny everything and close the door quickly. Still in there or, or getting out? <laughs> getting out. Okay. Scrunch opens it up and has a quick look around inside to see if there's... A- any poo. <laughs> Do you want an investigation check? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Not Is there any poo in there? How much? <laughs> Maybe just a little. I've got to do it convincingly. <laughs> it was a stressful situation. You just, just dropped a small nugget. <laughs> it's nice to know that even the professionals still shit themselves on a job. Wow. <laughs> This took a turn I wasn't really expecting. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys. I wasn't expecting any wardrobe shitting. Definitely wipe on like, some of his clothes. <laughs> and then... Okay. Sleeve uh... of a tunic. Yeah. Velvet, can I get a slight of hand check to have a go at this look again? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Please. Uh, that was a nat 20, so oh, 24. Thank Christ. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you, you um, having had time to think during the battle about what you would do differently on the lock, you now successfully open it, and the vault door swings open. Inside, there is quite a lot of gold, a lot of very nice-looking uh, jewelry on in various chests and stands. There is a quite um, well carved and well uh, well conditioned looking violin on a little stand this appears to be where the baron keeps all of his anything he considers worth more than about five gold goes in the vault so um i have a backpack and it's getting loaded <laughs> okay yeah and scrunch yeah. takes that travel case he found under the bed mm-hmm. and fills that up from the vault sure yeah no you guys just, are just armor oh like just Chucking all this in, you're able to. Uh, you, you don't know. Make I mean, now like kings. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> you have gained a lot of stuff. Are you taking the violin? Are you taking the jewelry? Anything what? that fits in the backpack. Okay. Yeah. So it's, okay, you've successfully acquired Roxy's violin that she lost when she before she got put into um, the crag. Um, Back in our one shot that we did at the pirate adventure, um, <laughs> little callback there for eagle-eared listeners. Um, uh, let, I won't go into full detail on like all kinds of things, but let's just say you guys are you guys are pretty well set with the amount that you're able to take here. Are you are you um, you closing the door once you're done? What are you what are you thinking? Before we do anything. Hmm. 
I want to listen and make sure there's nobody else coming. Okay. <laughs> uh, can I get a perception check from you then? Yes. <laughs> Five. You can't hear anybody. All right. All right. So Scrunch is going to go back to the wardrobe and in like another scarf or something, he's going to pick up that little bit of poo and put it in the vault and close okay. the door. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, not the wet bandits, but not. Yeah. <laughs> Safe to say then, so between the three of you, you you get a lot of gold, you get a lot of loot, you get a lot of um, potentially very valuable gems and uh, items. You maybe don't have time right now, in this second, where you're still in the Baron's bedroom, to go through it all and um, ascertain all the value, but I mean, coins are coins. Safe to say this is, uh, this is a, hell of a hell of a haul you've got in here. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. To get out. <laughs> Your bags are quite heavy. Um, yeah. In, in relation to the front gate, where is that balcony off of the daughter's bedroom? Uh, not in sight of it, actually. It's kind of on the side of the building. Perfect. I have rope. <laughs> That's our escape plan. Okay, sounds good. Can I get, I guess from each of you, just a... This would be an acrobatics check to go down the rope, I think. As you're also kind of, you know, you're carrying heavy packs full of... 23. 23, perfect. 18. 18, excellent. Six. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not so great. (laughs) Uh, Velvet and uh, Hamwise make it down like the pros that they are. Um, Scrunge, you make it halfway down and um, your hand slips as you, you, the bag starts slipping on your shoulder and you go to grab it and your, hand, your other hand on the rope slips and you fall the remaining uh, ten feet to the ground Rope burn <laughs> oh. Taking uh, three points of damage Oh no Yeah, why not <laughs> I want to listen to see if any guards hurt anything Okay If there is any movement toward us i get another perception check off you then 17 17 you can hear the guards on the roof moving around it doesn't sound there's no running of there's no running though right so if we are standing under the sh- under the balcony yeah they would not be able to look down and see no, us no. you're in a uh, yeah, so in a decent place here. kind of push everybody back against the wall yeah make sure that you know the guards aren't coming. Yeah, for a couple of seconds, you can hear that the guy. He, he's, you know, it's a few stories above you, but you can just hear a sort of creak of footsteps and things and that. And then they pass as he's kind of doing his rounds, sort of thing. But okay, can we still hear the party that was? Because obviously the party was like inside, but there was still people outside. Yeah, you can distantly hear the sounds of music drifting out of the um, thing. And so here's 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 the final button I put it put on it as you um. As you sort of stand waiting, listening from above you, through the from the balcony door, I guessing the the door onto the balcony was just left slightly ajar. You hear just some quick whispering sounds and voices, and some giggling as a, a candle is lit in the the daughter's room, and um, you just hear close the door. It's 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 cold out, and the hand pushes the door 
closed on the balcony. It appears whoever SE was, um, they did have an encounter in the end. <laughs> just like the armor. And you, you made it through the room just in time before <laughs> getting caught once again. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. I think we can... I think, uh, yeah, I won't have you uh, roleplay through the escape at this point. It's safe to say, I think, between the skills of the three of you, be able to get over the wall and um, yeah. make your way away scot-free at the moment. The only potential um, <laughs> button I'd put on this one shot is uh, there is news the next day of the Baron's fury at being <laughs> robbed. The only hint... <laughs> Possibly of um, who is to blame is the um, the Countess of Angelspire claims that she was pushed over while looking um, for the bathroom by a uh, halfling duke um, <laughs> who she saw <laughs> coming from that direction. And uh, in falling over, she scraped her hand really badly. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now there are war with the hamlet of Hamburg. <laughs> <laughs> now the, the guard on the front gate is keeping his mouth very shut when it turns out that there was no Duke uh, Duke Ham... What was the full, full name? Sorry. Ham Alan, Duke Hamon. Duke Hamon. Yeah. Duke Hamon. <laughs> wanting to keep his job, he's keeping his mouth very shut and when it turns out there was no Duke Hamon of Hamburg on the um, on the guest list. So <laughs> the three of you have gotten away from this scot-free with uh, quite a lot of loot and you are well set in whatever endeavours you want to... Uh, whatever you want to do with it. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Things first. I'm finding a carriage that is magically warmed. <laughs> Because I'm not snuggling with the coach driver again. <laughs> Never spooning that dirty coachman again. <laughs> he hears you saying this and he's like, oh, <laughs> I just want to be loved. <laughs> well, there's a better way to go about it. Drive on a bath first. Go speak to some of Scrunge's friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scrunge hands, hands him his bottle of shiny potion. Ah, uh, there we go. And the wood carving. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, that's the weird note we end on here on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining me for this, guys. I, I know we um we we talked we've been talking for a long time about doing a uh, a listener one shot. In fact, we had the title for this one all keyed up, and then you guys didn't go in the kitchen and steal any of the pudumps that I had there, um, ready for them being the meat on the meat heist. But okay. Oh, our professional rogues. Yeah. Straight to the vault. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe there were some pudumps in the canopies that. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, there were, yeah. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) But uh, I hope you guys have all had fun. Yeah, it's it good fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been too thank long since so I played much. Gene. I think, yeah. Cheers. Thanks, Edgar. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> oh, that in joke out of context. Yay. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>
All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time on Thursday, March 9th, with the first part of our Alien RPG one-shot. And uh, we hope you're all as excited about that as we are. Uh, in the meantime, you can find links to all of our online presences, including our social media handles, Discord server, and merch store at pretendingwithdice.com. Uh, so yeah, for now, that's our show. We hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.